we've got Bill back, but uh, he's not sitting here. What's, That's true. What's the deal? What's so the, close, yet so far oh, away. Yeah. Back it's from Germany last doctor's fault. Time. Doctor? No. Yeah. Is that where he's you waiting for long, long... If you're a doctor out there, please. shame on please. you. Come I had on. that yesterday. A, like a skin yeah. cancer... You had skin cancer yesterday. Well, I really just for a not, day. Just not for tried a day. It just, just tried it. Yeah. It wasn't what I thought it would be, and uh-huh. so I had him take it off. <laughs> and uh, but I had to wait an extra hour. I just thought I'm gonna. I'm, uh, I did a funeral while yeah, I was there. Yeah. I married a couple families. Uh-huh. Uh, but there were the, uh, people would sort in and out. I'd see someone come in an hour later than me, go in before me, and I said, I finally asked them, "What's that about?" And they said, "It, it had." Depends upon insurance. Uh, really, so and who we really want yeah, to serve. Exactly. Yeah, Who's yeah. making us the money? Who yeah. has a VIP insurance? Gosh. Yeah, I'm not sure. Bill's really at the doctor, though. That's the other thing. I I can't. I need to check up on that. Yeah. Oh, he's probably eating, you know eating something and drinking a diet coke out in his gazebo and at the dog track. Yeah, maybe. T- oh, he could be at the doctor. You know, he was off the diet coke for a while. I think he has to be at the doctor because he's back on the sauce. You yeah. think he's think on the diet coke? He is. Oh. Like guys, during the day, nobody yeah. drank diet coke like yeah. the big man. He but was, he's not he's not drinking like four, like that anymore. Forty four ounces a day he oh was on. What well, do you think? He's down to one. Oh, even yeah. less. Yeah, probably probably like twenty four ounces. Yeah. He's a disciplined man. Yeah, that's. <laughs> well, we are up to two thousand three. We yes, are moving. We are. Yes, we are. Um, read on, my friend. Okay. Two thousand and three, Amy and I are sitting in my car up on the mountain again. Same pattern each time. I buy her a chocolate shake from Wendy's and we drive north of Lincoln and 32nd Street until we are overlooking the city. And I ask a few questions. She gives short, begrudging responses and we sit some more. And then when I realize it's not going anywhere, I drive us back down the hill. This is drive number six. I'm not sure what else to do. Amy's been hiding her life from us, going to bed when we do, and then slipping out later to the computer, entering conversations she knows we'd fight her on. She's becoming more closed off. She's been fighting everyone's protection of her and hiding communications from a world she doesn't want us to know about. And now she's pulled away. Gosh, I never wanted this in my family. I thought I'd done everything to prevent it. And here I am now. I find myself going into quote-unquote cop mode, where I make ultimatums and threats of loss of privileges. I hate this. I never wanted to be that dad. I think she's not opening up to me because she's not sure she can trust me. I've been pretty absent for a while now, buried in my own aspirations. Amy pays the most of anyone for the absence of my emotional presence. She's forced to figure things out herself, to come to her own conclusions formed in isolation. And I'm only now seeing it. I'm desperately trying to earn my way back into a trust that can protect her heart. She wants it so much, but she does not want to be fooled again. 
She can't tell if my sudden attention is because I'm doing the good Christian dad thing or because I adore her with everything in me. I don't know why, but today's approach is different. I have no agenda. I want my daughter to know my sorrow, my apology, and my commitment. I am tired of fighting her. I want back in so badly. After a few minutes of silence, I blurt out, Amy, I, I don't know if you believe me yet, but I would give up everything I am or can do. I'd move our family to Grass Valley and deliver mail just to convince you of my love. I don't have anyone in the world I love more. No one. I will do anything to convince you I want to be your fan, your protector, your hero. I will not lose you, my daughter. I'm so sorry I've been so self-consumed. You needed me and I wasn't there. It will not happen again. And that day, she melted. She believed me. She opened up and poured out her sadness. She let me back in. For the next year, we will meet almost every week for coffee before school. We will go through Proverbs, 1 Peter, 2 Timothy, John, but mostly we will just talk about everything and anything. She is listening to me in a way that I have never been trusted to or listened to. And I am listening in a way I've not listened before. I am getting to be a father in a way my father longed for with me. One afternoon, months later, I ask Amy for her keys so I can put her new registration form into her car's glove box. I open the door, and there, taped all across her dash, are three-by-five cards with verses and quotes from our time together. I stand transfixed at that dash for a long time. My daughter has been drinking it in all along. She is wanting to live out the life her father is trying to describe. I come into the house not knowing what to say. She's sitting on the couch staring at her laptop. Had she thought about me seeing those cards when she gave me her keys? I choose to not say anything. And she doesn't seem to be waiting for my response. I just sit near my daughter, smiling as I thumb, thumb through a magazine. Awakening. My children desperately need me to own my failures. It allows them to trust me so they can express their pain, vulnerability, and best moments. <clears throat> That's good. That's very good. So I was, I was wondering early on, what do you think the stubbornness had to do with those windy Frosties? those chocolate shakes. I mean, I, I I, like the Frosty. I would have thought that would have broken Melted through. Melted things. Oh, huh? yeah. yeah. But no, it, it's uh, it's about you finally discovering yeah. that you need to share something with her about your being, a, what do you call it, uh, self-consumed. And emotionally absent. Yeah. 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 Um, it didn't seem to affect Caleb and Carly in the same way. What, what, how do you understand this? Well, uh, I, I think Amy, if she was sitting here, she would say, I think I will battle with that all my life, my stubbornness. Hmm. She, she, and uh, when she was really young, it's like, 
I could bring her in off that ledge quickly or more yeah. quickly. Yeah. But when there's a time in between that and there isn't current conversation, I yeah. think at some point and then kick in hormones, kick in teenager, kick in relationships with boys, kick in privacy, kick in hiddenness, kick in and and eventually that gap had a chance to widen and I couldn't just step into her life and quickly give something that would bring her back again. Yeah. And and now I, I realized it had gotten to a place where if I tried to talk to her about anything other than superficial talk, and I think that's that's the was the hard thing. I we could do superficial talk, but when we were alone and I wanted to talk, she she sh- had shut down, mm-hmm. and, and so enough time had gotten in there to where I no longer had permission. Yeah, and I couldn't I couldn't even conceive why would my child not automatically let me break through that and. Yeah. And all those times, I think, were her saying, buying me a shake and taking me up here and thinking you're doing the good dad thing is not enough. I I don't trust that you'll be here next week because I've been going this by myself alone. Yeah. You know, this awakening of uh, children desperately needing their mom or dad to own their failures seems to be challenging for both moms and dads. why do you think that is? Why do you guys think it's such a a challenge? I don't know. It seems pretty s- simple to me. I mean, as far as why it would be for both. I mean, the oh, uh, just why it would be for any mom or dad. Why? Why is it well, so it, hard it, to do this? It, I, I'll give a quick answer. Is you feel, or I feel like. They won't respect me or trust mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. That that it would be better to lead with my parental greatness. Like, yeah. Like I, I'm I'm really because I want them to trust me. I want them to see consistency in me. All those things. And when I have to admit failure, yeah, I'm I'm breaking that code. Yeah. It feels like, and so it's been. And the jury's still out. They're still growing, you know, but. It's been a, yeah. The jury's out till we die. That's you know? right. Yeah. That's right. That's it. But it's been a good revelation, a wonderful revelation to realize, while they may see and go, go oh, Dad's a mess. Yeah. They won't stop respecting me if because I tell them my failures. In yes. fact, they will. They will trust me. And that, that is counterintuitive. That really is. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I guess I didn't mean simple as far as it's easy to do, but uh, I think. It's hard as a parent, kind of like you were saying, John, to believe that you need permission. You think, well, of course I have permission. I'm your parent. I've been, you know, given this job by God. But as and, a, and I think there's an age yeah. up to which that oh, probably yeah. is true. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But trust is not something that you can expect of someone and have them honor it. I, I mean expect it all you want of me but if I don't trust you I do not care no matter what your role is whatever you have to say when it comes to it may be the only thing in my life that I any longer have control over oh you've taken away my phone you've taken away this taken away this taken this well I'm in pain and you're the one who did it to me and so no I'm not going to let you speak into my life here I've got that choice so in some ways it's a um, 
commodity chip. Y- yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the only chip that they have. Right. And yeah. it's a chip that they should have because they're learning the art of do I trust? Do I not trust? What is that like? How do I talk with someone about what makes them feel unsafe to me? Which is, it is an art form. Yeah. So. The trust is earned, and you are saying that this is one of the key ways that I earn that trust. Yes. Is that I own my failures. I own my mess-ups. And, and it was, I, th- I think there was an initial breakthrough but that year of us talking together yeah. and her hearing my story and, and me entering in and saying, Amy, I think you got that from Dad. Yeah. And, and yeah. This, one, I, this one you came by honestly. Yeah. I, and I struggle with it. I think that just kept that ball rolling really beautifully for a long time. Yeah. Journey. Uh, yeah. This was not one car ride. This didn't, no, and, yeah, as you'll, yeah. and as you'll see, there will be another season yeah. where she will feel... Yes. Left alone. Where we journey. Yeah. But for another day. Yes. We'll see you next week at Mo's Cafe. Bye-bye.